I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Finding your voice is one thing, using it is a whole nother animal. No matter what I said, viewers will become enraged. I was sexist for suggesting that Hillary was not heaven sent, the heaven sent conclusion of decades of feminist organizing and a perfect candidate for 2016. I was a coon for not condemning her husband's three strikes crime bill and other atrocities against black people. I was racist for saying Donald Trump was unfit to be president. Clearly, I had some unfair bias against orange people often viewers would get mad that i hadn't mentioned such and such policy from 2004 when i had actually mentioned it but it had been edited out though i'd experienced the evil power of editing on anderson live the nightly show was much more intense because each night the editors would have to cut a 20 minute roundtable discussion down to four minutes and they'd have to do it on a tight deadline no matter what i did i couldn't stop the onslaught of harassment and anger that followed every single one of my appearances all the criticism was funneled through social media which i was using all the time during breaks or in the dressing room i knew i should just ignore the trolls you may notice that this is typical of me but often the comments were so vicious that i felt i had to defend myself or i at least wanted the catharsis of having fully explained my position though i had great relationships with everyone i worked with i secretly cried in the bathroom pretty much every day no one else was particularly engaged on social media so they weren't targeted like i was i saw it as part of my job to respond to the messages they used the nightly show hashtag sometimes someone would say i like that new black girl who is she and i replied me i'm the new black girl which i was sure strengthened my brand hey welcome to the black out test podcast your host rod and karen and we are live on a tuesday this is the last day of the regular show for the week uh do the schedule we gotta do balls deep tomorrow movie on thursday and then friday is the nerd off so we're still working but if you ain't premium you ain't getting all this work Mm-mm. um shout out to the people that got the deal yeah you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is taser an unofficial sport and bullet ball extreme and that excerpt was from francesca ramsey's book well that escalated quickly when she talked about her time uh in this chapter she had talked about her time on the night on the nightly show which was something i was always interested in that was actually how i got introduced to her was not through her hair tutorials or youtube stuff or even uh shit that white girls say to black girls it was actually uh i just saw her on uh the nightly show i was like yo she's that who is that that's like she's really dope and um it was interesting to see the inside perspective of how she was heavily involved in having community heavily involved in the internet social media and how it turned out to be kind of a bad thing for her because she if she is doing this product that she knows is not a good representation of any person's point of view on a tv show because of how it has to be edited and then you're going out here trying to explain and win people over and at least get your point across and on social media and it's just it just doesn't work that way and you have way more eyes on you now being way more judgmental um so it's like you can't really share and it's one of those things where it's, it's a catch-22 because, like she said, in reality, quote-unquote, most people didn't know and didn't give a fuck because a lot of those people like, I don't care what they're saying on the Internet. Mm-hmm. And if you're heavily involved in and wrapped up in it, um, you could be involved and wrapped up in it but still be separated, and that's 
some people don't understand that concept. Like some people are like that. They're in it. They're swimming in it. It's their life. They breathe it. And they don't separate themselves to actually think, put nuance, add critical thinking skills, analyze it, ask yourself, how is it affecting me? How, why am I stressed out? Well, I think also until you've been there, you don't know. Uh, that's true. Because everybody's social media, for the most part, is pretty straight because they, they're nobody yet. Correct. So correct. when you're somebody to people, um, people treat you differently people want to be around you people want to see what you have to say about shit people want to correspond with you and there's a time when it's cool and then one day it's just not and there's no marker there's no alarm that goes off and so you know you may think you've been handling things pretty well and then one episode of the daily show comes out and you're like okay well that was a little bad but you know like that day on twitter was bad but it's cool uh, there's tomorrow and then you see eventually it's never gonna go away yeah, you see, it's it's a recurring pattern, and that's why, uh, for me, I have uh, compassion, and I have empathy and sympathy for people, uh, celebrities, and I know sometimes people get mad at the way we talk about them, but they're still human beings, and I'm not going to uh, uh, just disregard and, 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 and just, just say, fuck their humanity, because they, quote-unquote, are hit this status whatever the status is in your mind right um i do understand that there are some celebrities that are trash and i do understand that that uh uh people critiques are valid i am not saying that at all but what i am saying you one individual person take you and multiply that by hundreds of thousands or sometimes millions that's completely different you know everybody think that they're the only one attacking everybody think that they're the only one saying anything everybody does everything but check dimensions that's what people don't do nobody ever checks dimensions so then when this person be like hey y'all this is a lot it's a lot of y'all you know kind of coming at me at one time people they can't comprehend like so you can't comprehend it because you've never been through it yeah i think also um she goes on to say how that like really affected her mind and her health during the uh then the taping and she eventually went in and asked uh larry wilmore to cut her completely out of one of the um tv spots so like she basically wanted to like this is what's so funny you have people that were like oh black girl magic we got representation we love you know and eventually i watched a lot of them turn on the nightly show anytime they made any mistake anytime one of the panelists or larry wilmore himself didn't express the wokest most progressive point of view they would basically be like cancel them cancel the show fuck them fuck everything and then those same people when the show actually was canceled were you know bemoaning how we now have no representation yes sir but the thing with french fran is that she was young she's on the internet so she kind of comes from this internet culture Mm -hmm. so there was like a bit of rep there's representation but you have to understand representation now is so much about projection yes people say i want um i want a fat black woman on a tv show that has this this and this okay cool they get it they never want the one they got Mm -mm. you know what i mean and it just doesn't matter who it is you're gonna make a choice they don't agree with you're gonna do a comedy bit or say a joke or do something serious or have a plot line there's gonna be something that they go i don't like when you see that and i don't like when i see that and so to me that's what happened with fran where oh we got her on here and then as soon as she starts you know doing bits and have contributing to the conversation it's well you didn't say this and you didn't do this and you didn't take over the conversation and tell larry Wilmore fuck yourself to his face because y'all disagree like 
they like that's what there's this like weird power fantasy of projection that people have that isn't really representation and not you know to use the dreaded word uh i've been thinking about it and it's a weird form of respectability yes it is yes it is because for a lot of people um particularly people that their whole thing is my whole product because for a lot of people the internet like they them them themselves are a product so my whole thing is that i tear things down and i complain and that's valid you know but it's for some people i'm thinking oh you never happy about anything like there's nothing anybody can ever do to ever make you happy or to please you and if you're not complaining in your mind what are you doing what are you out here what is your purpose almost like almost like you lose your purpose on being on the internet and i feel as though for a lot of those people like you said they'll never be satisfied they'll constantly move the goalpost um and then at the end of the day it's for a lot of them it's you're not telling my story my individual story a person who this person probably will never meet never cross in their lifetime they're they're actually gonna gonna do some things that do represent you but they're not gonna represent you to the t of actually following your individual specific life and nobody can like no nobody can they can do broad strokes which which is fine which most people i find are okay with broad Mm -hmm. strokes but they're never going to tell your life story and the problem also is the pressure you're putting on these black people that are creatives you know one of the reasons that i think i like being a critic for movies and we review a lot of black movies is partially because i do want to be gentle you know like i know people who review like queen of slim and were like this is trash fuck she's canceled i can't believe a black woman did something like this and all that shit and i'm like well now we're putting the extra level of pressure on her for being black that is also unfair you know what i mean the same way we say well white people are unfair to these films well now we're being unfair out of the lens of blackness and it still ends up with black creators being told you made a mistake or you did something i didn't like your work is no longer valid you are no longer valid you're and then we wonder why we have fucking imposter syndrome we wonder why we don't get paid as much and we don't ask for as much and we we wonder why we limit our creative visions what part of it is because it's limited by we're policing each other too you know um so i just thought it was interesting uh for her to have that experience i remember on twitter at the time um when the show was going off the air i said i was gonna miss it and uh this dude i cannot remember his screen name he has a new screen name now but he it was uh it was i forget his name but he was came in my mentions and was like well after how they did francesca ramsey you know fuck them or something i won't miss them or whatever i was like well i was a fan of the show um and i watched you know the nights that sometimes i felt larry Wilmore had an opinion i didn't agree with and I, I but there were far more nights with far more people that were good that the show was good i don't expect the show to bat 100 no show does right um i also don't expect um to agree with everybody on a fucking show where they're talking about the news and giving their opinions if that's what you came for from anybody you're the fool right like then do your own show you're the only person you're going to agree with 100 percent of the time and this fucking shit is harder than you think i guarantee you if you start doing a podcast and uh you give your opinion on the hot topics of the day as news and information changes you'll realize that if you're fucking smart your opinion will change 
things will come in if you're a human being and life happens to you things will start changing your opinion as your life continues to happen so it's like to think that we're all these static beings who always have the correct point of view 100 percent of the time no matter how much information we are privy to is ridiculous and to think that these conversations that people claim they want to have are going to all go flow perfectly and everyone's going to get it in one no you don't want conversations you want to give dissertations and that's different you want to lecture down to people a conversation is the person you don't agree with has to say too and you and you and you take that in and try to work with it that's what a conversation is people don't want that shit so they would bring up stuff like well there was a time and i i brought some of them up i was like there was a time where he did a panel um where he was making jokes about black women for some reason that I, and i just thought this is ridiculous this is uh reprehensible what larry was doing and then they had a panel at the end of the month with nothing but black women and uh he was on there and and they talked about the same topic and i said oh okay so this is a show where the dude fucks up and they don't just ignore it they go okay how do we make this better um how do we not just fix this but you know correct this on the air on the record i like that shit you know when um john stewart fell out with wise snack they didn't that, that was all behind the scenes yes it was we only knew that because wise snack said so on a podcast much later right we would have not fucking known about that because they covered that up behind the scenes it was john stewart's way of the highway at the end of the day and my name's on the door fuck you you know so i like reading about this situation from um friends inside point of view because it happened to her and listen to her talk about her time there maybe she held some back i don't know maybe there's other stories and stuff but i i seeing how much pressure she felt from that same rabid fan base that claims we were just here looking out for you they were also the ones being like admonishing her they were also the ones with no fucking clue how a tv show is made nope telling her like you didn't do this well maybe i did do it but it didn't make the air because i don't it's not a 20 minute talk show it's a it's a it's a four minute panel you know from a 20 minute show discussion so uh i just thought that was interesting um yeah and also i also i I think for me and 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 maybe i'm the crazy one but i think other people are crazy when we say these things it's cliche but i'm real um as yeah it's cliche but a lot of people they don't believe the shit that they say people all the time we're not a monolith you don't believe it you do not believe it you don't believe it because if you believed it you would allow the flexibility of black people to be able to do all types of shit, to be able to succeed, to fail, to flop all in front of you, to be able to come back, to be able to grow all in front of you, to be able to talk about the different variations of blackness that might not relate to you and you might not can understand. We all have different backgrounds. We all have, we all have different religions. We, we all different lifestyles, different sexualities. All this is encompassing in blackness. We ought to be able to watch Tyler Perry and also watch Ava DuVernay, and it's all good. And one don't have to be better than the other. Everything we do does not have to be fine art, and 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 and, and that's what trips me out because people say all the time, "Oh, we're not a monolith, bitch." You don't fucking believe it because I think I'm crazy when I look at people and I'm like, "Okay, you you criticizing this thing." but yet if it wasn't for this thing these other people would not have the opportunity to do these other things that you praise it's it, it's mind-boggling to me right when, when, when you get down to it it's a high wire act and it's something we claim white people do to us but we do it to us too right 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 because my because my thing is this 
we're at it we're at a, a area in right now when it comes to blackness where it's so much fucking blackness we have more than three shows y'all if you don't like something black on netflix go to fucking hulu you don't watch hulu go to cable television it is so much shit out there you don't like tyler perry fuck it it's other shit you can watch like like i like it's, it it mind boggles me you know when when people get in their little bubbles and and to my and into an opinion my sometimes on their high horses when it comes to to certain types of blackness you know mm. because guess what tyler perry represent country country people and, and black women and so when you criticize him you're criticizing the whole genre of blackness you know but you don't really look at it like that when when you come down on him with just such harshness so that's why i say when people go blackness is a monolith you don't believe it i don't believe that i I hear what you're saying, but I don't believe you because if you was, you would allow for for black people to come out and make mediocre shit, make bad shit, make, you know, just like you have Kevin Hart, you have Adam Sandler. Let them fucking make all the money in the world with whatever, whatever they're doing. Who gives a fuck? Like, to me, that's equality. Um, yeah, I also like this part since I'm already reading it, I'll go on. Um, but she talked about how she went in his office crying and said, you know, just take me out of the whole thing today because she had been online and that shit had really got to her. As I was sitting there looking pretty pathetic, Larry added, um, sometimes you're really clever on Twitter, but you give these people way too much contention. If I had been embarrassed to be looking at an unhinged, uh, looking like an unhinged baby in front of my boss, the realization that he had seen me look like an unhinged baby online made it that much worse. Of course, Larry followed me on Twitter. He retweeted me a couple times. No big deal. I felt stupid for not thinking of it before, but it wasn't until that moment that I became fully aware that he and anyone else who might want to hire me could see me going back and forth with assholes all day on social media. How many people had looked at my feed and thought, hmm, better not hire her. She's a loser scanning online and that part is another thing that i think about all the time like sometimes i see people online and their brand is complaining about everything or ranting and raving about shit or shitting on like the industry that they want to be a part of shitting on every other writer you know whether they end on the creative process or not and many times you don't know what goes into it until you do it not saying people with knowledge i mean some people have made a choice you know uh, our girl lexi alexander she made a choice like she's like listen i'm gonna be out here saying what the fuck i gotta say and this will limit some of my career options and i'm just gonna have to be okay with that you know but even where i'm sure even with her as a human being there's some days that you like I, if i say this shit then I, I know that i'm not gonna work again so let me just fucking find a way to finesse around this right that's that's we all do it for all our jobs Correct. but uh what i think is interesting though is there's people on the outside that want to get in and they don't understand like you're not really going to be able to complain your way in and then also if you twitter your way in you have to start treating it professionally from an early time because you going back and forth with people or saying broad sweeping comments that might get twitter traction might not be the same fucking thing that a boss wants like you know this controversial thing that got people attention might not be the thing they want to pay you to do i mean we've seen it time and time again where somebody gets an opportunity and we're like oh good for them we you oh, everybody knows their so-and-so videos or their facebook but then they do some of that shit at their job or they're online having some breakdown over somebody having a problem or they're complaining about something in the workplace that there's a process and there's human resources but you're on twitter telling us this shit and now these people are like we don't want to deal with this you know it's like there's a cost to all this shit and it was interesting to see like she had gotten that far in her career before thinking like fuck people really 
like if i'm getting a job from my tweets then yeah they're probably watching me talk to some fucking racist bot and, and trying to correct them on this shit and going what the fuck is wrong with her right and and and, and to me uh i think that there is a difference between uh critiquing and complaining like like there's a fine line but there is a difference you know oh yeah but i actually i'm sorry i hate to cut you off mm -hmm. but i i'm sorry i'm i mean even more than just the critiquing and complaining but like also like how many of us follow somebody because okay what i talk about is like say um i don't know i talk about black people in hollywood right right cool cool but then i also talk about my ex-boyfriend and i also talk about my sex life and i also talk about now think about this this might be your resume you are putting it online your this is this might be your portfolio to someone who's like oh we should hire them to write for us and you're kind of not really branding yourself you're not really giving everything in your lane maybe you get that kind of job and they go oh it's fine or maybe you get that job and they go um something you tweeted fucked up shit on the job or hey we have a you know you're working in this specific area of our business we have an hr department we have meetings you have a manager if you have a problem with something or somebody we would like you to come to us not log on to instagram you see what i'm saying so like that's what i meant oh my bad mm -mm. no 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 you good and no because i was going to piggyback on the thing i was talking about how we're not a monolith there is a difference between critiquing and complaining and there is a fine line mm -hmm. and i don't think that black stuff is above being critiqued i don't have of a problem not. with that at all of course not. i just have a problem when people says a monolith and then every single time certain people come up or every single time certain things come up it's complain 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 that's completely between that mm -hmm. and actually critiquing it because you felt a certain way or you had these feelings like like i'm fine with that and i think that a lot of times these groups are kind of bunched together so people that are actually critiquing a lot of times get thrown in with the people complaining mm -hmm. because a lot of times not trying to be funny to the average person i can't decipher the difference between e either one of you so for a lot of people they just say fuck it to both of you which is not fair right but people do and that's why they do because they're going when i'm looking i i can't navigate these lanes because you all blend together yeah this is interesting man um anyway let's get into the show um now that we uh finished everybody's favorite segment yes except for that one person who hates it butterflies <laughs> in the sky i can, I can go, go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can go anywhere friends to know and ways to grow a reading rainbow all right um let's get into the news um this was interesting to me uh as a fat person okay. jillian jillian michaels uh who i think used to work on the biggest loser yeah. Oh, yeah all kinds of controversy behind that yes uh she warns of glamorizing obesity and says we're politically correct to the point of endangering people jillian michaels believes there are serious health implications in the new politically correct world we live in the 45 year old trainer who starred on the biggest loser from 2005 to 2014 said it's good to be inclusive of everyone but warned about the dangers of glamorizing obesity 
i think we're politically correct to the point of endangering people michael told william women's health uk yeah we want to be inclusive of everyone and respect that everyone comes in all different shapes and sizes um nobody should ever be body shamed or fat shamed or excluded and that everyone is equally deserving and should feel equally valuable but obesity in itself is not something that should be glamorized but we become so politically correct that no one wants to say it i think the world has shifted to a place where the format and messaging is considered fat shaming but it isn't it's not meant to be now we've gone so far in the opposite direction uh i guess talking about biggest loser um and how it won't work on today's climate um but it's actually returning to television but it will be a revamped version moving to nbc from nbc to usa yes sir barb harper is the only original star returning he'll host next season set to premiere early next year uh in a a recent interview with people he said the whole look of the show is going to be so different Uh, it's going to be about a more holistic approach to weight loss it's not about getting skinny it's about getting healthy harper 54 explained you see people getting off medication reversing the type 2 diabetes lowering their blood pressure um the biggest loser went out the air after widespread criticism for his extreme weight loss methods nbc apparently launched an investigation into whether contestants were given drugs to aid in losing weight many contestants who appeared on the show ended up regaining most of the weight they lost mm-hmm. if not more and a scientific study was publishing published suggesting rapid weight loss could have permanently slowed their metabolisms harper said some familiar uh biggest loser staples will return like weigh-ins team competition daily workout trainers but there'll be no temptation challenges we're looking at changing the way that they eat the way that they think and how they move their body telling them the importance of managing their stress and how important sleep is when it comes to weight loss we really want to get that whole body approach um she's not involved with the new version as the trainers will be erica lugo and steve cook uh harper knows there will still be some bigger loser biggest loser critics but that anyone who watches will see a bunch of people really trying to make a difference in their own lives and change something and i hope they get inspired by that yeah because i used to watch the biggest loser and yeah the average person loses between two like if they're doing everything they're supposed to between two to five pounds a week like average you know one to five actually you know most people don't lose a lot of weight for a week and within a week you're dropping 25 pounds 30 pounds 40 pounds that that is that has to be a dramatic change to your system to your to your body like it's it's it it, i was thinking it can't be that's one reason i stopped i was like oh this can't be healthy like it literally cannot be healthy literally their whole job was to was to lose weight they just like you go to your job eight hours a day that's what they did for eight hours a day yeah, I'm, I've, uh, I've never watched the show i know you used to be a big fan of mm-hmm. it i never complained about it or anything but it was just like a huge turnoff to me because of the gimmick of it and the, the gamesmanship of it it didn't seem real you know what i mean it seemed like the kind of thing you do to to make a spectacle or something you know uh i do like the idea of this newer show that they're talking about it probably won't be as good tv for a lot of folks but i i might i actually might watch that just uh because i think that's different you know um i think it's kind of interesting though because there's something she said in here that i actually started asking um people on my facebook page about because i don't think it exists or if it does exist i don't think it's popular um and i know it's definitely worse for women so let me just start with that uh you know all the the things you know worse for black women worse for um you know all that stuff so i'm not trying to get on the hierarchy uh pyramid and and move my way to the top so you know if you got the right in for some shit like that that's not what i'm saying so save it 
um but i am fat you know people can see i'm fat it's one of the few things you look at somebody and see right away right you could be on crack and don't look like you on crack to people that's cool you could have high blood pressure type 2 diabetes um a bunch of other shit if you don't look fat it's okay right you know uh uh if you look at me and and you'll just assume those things even if i don't have them um so that's one of the things i think is kind of interesting is that people say the words you use glamorize or glorifying being fat or obesity who where right right. how now if you want to say because i said show me because uh what i think what brought this to my attention is that one of the people i went to college with shared this this uh article like yeah that that's talk about it or something like that and somebody that i you know have some level of respect for and so i'm like well okay what's the problem here like sorry i'm fucking living my life minding my fucking business and it offends you like what the fuck am i supposed to do i didn't kill i'm sorry i didn't kill myself for you like what the fuck so i'm like uh like what like where's this coming from you know and uh you know i'm looking at some of the comments and it's mostly just people being like yeah yeah that's the you know that's the real problem you can't talk about it pc whatever which almost everybody that says pc something is always on the wrong side of some shit come on the pc people won't me- let me call you fat to your face or whatever it's okay so i said and this is something that nobody really was able to one person had an answer that you know i had to look into but i'll take what they said with a grain of salt but you know i asked a, a lot of people everyone had chimed in but they couldn't answer this question what is glamorizing obesity right like what exactly is that you know what i mean like give me an example of glamorizing obesity because what people what i saw people conflating was if you are fat and you're out here not walking around with your head down crying and and apologizing for being fat to everyone then somehow you're 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 glamorizing obesity how dare you be happy how dare you go out and live a fucking life how dare you fucking exist you know what i mean like right like oh you out here with confidence and shit what the fuck you like like you still buying clothes you still being in my vision you're still eating food and shit like what what is fucking wrong with you you're glamorizing being fat you're gonna die or whatever we don't say this same shit if, if someone says i have a problem with alcohol or something someone's an alcoholic we're not running around like why are you glamorizing alcohol use every fucking commercial during the sports game is about fucking drinking beer you know then when people win a fucking super bowl the first thing they do is chug a fucking beer um there's an mlb player like died after uh from dui after they fucking got drunk after a game uh that they won like they eulogize him and and all that shit but they still make beer commercials no one has a problem with that shit you know what i mean there's every other commercial it's a fucking food commercial you know what i mean but somehow in those commercials no one ever looks like they eat that food but if wouldn't be caught dead eating that food in real life right but somebody is eating this food guys you know this i did it like there's a reverse polarity on shaming of fatness that's not true what no tv show is representative of fat people if there's a fat person on on tv it's always like some type of weird exception to the rule and 99 percent of the time the fucking discussion is you fat you know like it's not like it's not like 
that you know and fat for tv is like an average size human being it's not even like a right. fat person correct like you could be like 20 pounds over the 99 pound model who who play and now you're the dumpy girl on the show like it like i don't i don't see this and then you know i saw people uh kind of trying to make it seem like well it's different for men it is different for men absolutely but let's be real it ain't exactly like fat men are out this motherfucker winning to people either right i've seen how people talk about uh uh, uh rick ross when he had no fucking shirt on Ooh. at these awards show. put a shirt on got your titties everywhere <laughs> like mm-hmm. it wasn't some nice discussion mm-hmm. that everyone was like oh you know it good for him it wasn't he was brave like lizzo or any of this shit it wasn't even that condescending shit it was just this nigga's disgusting i'm sick of his ass and it was ha 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 jokes like it wasn't cool dj Khaled, it's not cool like this idea that it's okay for men but not okay for women there are men who are patriarchal assholes who think it's okay and you'll see their fat asses being like but these fat women though right that's the problem and then people are like you look like a fucking swollen potato in your avatar how the fuck can you just say that shit with no irony like i do get that no irony right you know i'm not saying it doesn't exist i do get that but it's not exactly like there's some high like some uh like we celebrate some fat man role model for black for anybody really like it's always something wrong with them it's always a discussion about their body it it, this just turns into that and then it and then i think it turns into concern trolling about your health because you don't know anybody's fucking health to be frank like you can look at somebody and guess but let's be real you don't actually fucking know unless you're their doctor unless you sat in that room and gotten their vitals you don't fucking know you know what i mean people's bodies change over time and shit too but you don't know you know and so what and whatever they're doing they're not obligated to tell you so then i have to be like listen guys um i uh know you see me out here taking pictures on instagram i just want you guys to know that after i ate this food i ran a mile so that you guys you know won't hate me or whatever like what do you want the only example i saw from somebody that said it was glorifying obesity was they were saying there were some youtube people um once again not really sure that that counts as the culture but okay mm-hmm. like jillian michaels implied but there were some youtubers who say who like glorify that they are overweight and they binge eat and i said what that's, that's really the- more about glorifying an eating disorder correct that would be the same as someone glorifying i throw up after every meal like mm-hmm. that's not necessarily glorifying obesity but okay i'll give you that one how many people is that and is that jillian michaels saying Mm-mm our culture is that you know what i mean it's just such a weird thing like i don't you know um and and that was the thing i asked my this person that i went to college with straight up like so what are the examples of someone glorifying obesity that wouldn't be you fat shaming them because i i can i know what they think the examples are it's lizzo wearing a dress that had a hole in the back it's you know what i mean it's uh monique as a comedian making jokes about skinny bitches which is no different to me than a black person making jokes about white people like it's it's a societal uh i'm making jokes of a societal issue not literally walking up to skinny women and and talking about how i have a problem with them they have the privilege of most people supporting them so they don't so they can take a joke or two you know so i really do wonder what the fuck they're talking about you know because i think she made up an issue in order to grandstand and we're talking about a woman that essentially pushed people to the brink of death for fucking tv and entertainment and makes money off of this shit 
so like she ain't exactly an unbiased opinion so you went and found her uh after she's come out of i don't know exile or wherever the fuck she's been since she was basically uh scandalously taken off of the air correct and now we're getting her opinion so you can share it so you can dump on fat people man it's just so frustrating to to have to to witness and this is just my perspective i think that for a lot of people they look at fat people and they quote unquote it fat people makes them feel better they can go well at least i'm not that size at, right. at least i'm not that weight at least i don't look that disgusting you know like i'm just this is how people think like like him posting that article was basically a signal hey i i am better than all of y'all fat people out in the world you know that like like that's literally what you say when you do that and it's one of those things where the conversation is actually a very stupid and and dumb conversation um because it's one of those things it's a lot of layers to it you know it's a lot of people who actually hurt and harm themselves and all types of shit you know trying to get small and skinny nobody you know because we used to talk about eating this nobody want to hear that part of people trying to get small nobody talk, talk about eating disorders nobody talk about mental health nobody want to talk about the the, the 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 surgeries that people go through all types of shit that people have to go through t- trying to fit into these boxes and and i'm not gonna lose weight because you're talking because you're making me feel shitty correct that's not like we know that that doesn't happen so like why and we also know when that does when people do lose weight especially drastically to try to fit like this pressure from society they never keep it off right so then what's the fucking point is it just so you can dunk on me and feel like you're on a a moral high horse you know i'm not under any illusion like there's a lot of people that you know you see them make jokes about fat people they don't like and then it's just like it's all i can do i can make these jokes and i'm like they if i'm one opinion from them saying the same shit to me i don't trust you we're not friends we're not cool like don't you know ha 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 don't bring that shit around me either like that energy is still fucked up so it's kind of interesting to see people that you know especially in uh, america where obesity is literally considered an epidemic so you're talking about people that exist and are around you so when you're banging on lizzo there's a bunch of people lizzo's size or bigger or whatever you know that identify with her that you're also banging on um what you know by second hand you know like they're catching that that heat too you know and i always pay attention to that kind of shit because people reveal how they really feel about you not how they directly talk to you but a lot of times by how they treat other people and what how they talk about other things right and also you know uh we were talking about between women and men on the average a lot of women are heavier and a lot of times they're particularly women of color a lot of times they're heavier because you have all these pressures a lot of times your health is on the back burner and so when your health is on the back burner guess what you you're you're not quote-unquote doing the things and then you get older your metabolism slows down it's a lot of factors that kind of factor into that and um it could be very as somebody that kind of struggles and your my weight was kind of up and down and all over the place it's it's very frustrating people who have never had issues with food or never had an addiction to food this like they cannot fathom and they don't understand that struggle and so and not just that but like you don't know what people are doing correct you don't know 
so that that's what's so weird to me is people act like well obviously you just don't give a fuck dog i could be talking to my doctor every three months you don't fucking know i could be on different medications you don't know i could be planning to get some type of surgery you don't know i could be working out more than you you don't know i had a roommate that used to get inhale a fucking pizza he wouldn't he wouldn't gain no weight you know what i mean to this day staying just about the same size we was in college i never ate healthy when we was out period that's just what he did like some people just got it you know and so it's but i can imagine he would never understand what it's like to be the opposite and if he had to like carry that on him then it would be different you know because the assumption is well just do this or do that you don't fucking know everybody's like body is a little bit different everybody's thing is different and um obviously you know there's some basic shit like uh calorie intake exercise stuff like that but sometimes you can do that shit and still not lose weight that somebody else would at the same rate it's just women lose weight at a slower rate than men like they do it's just a bunch of different shit so i I don't know it's just and i don't feel like people are trying to be helpful with the shit they're really more just banging on people and i think that's the big difference to me because um it would be one thing for someone that's like your family or somebody like like let's say you were talking to somebody you wanted them to lose weight you're not gonna go on facebook and share some article and be talking about making jokes about how fat lizzo is that's not what you're gonna that's not but whenever someone calls you on you go that's fucked up well look i just want concern for her health no you're not no you're not so you call her a pig that because you're concerned for her health get the fuck out of here so yep. I, you know yeah. seeing that article just kind of it was just kind of it just made me think about a phrase i've been hearing my whole life and it doesn't exist i'm i've never had like uh some like oh this this fat person right here now this is a role model okay everybody want to be like this fat motherfucker does not none of this exists <laughs> like every time you bring up someone who is fat and seems to be doing great and confident someone immediately brings up their weight there is no person that is like that like there is no person we just universally love and don't talk about like that and then and some of the most famous fat people half of the fucking talk they talk about is trying to lose weight all the time it's only it you like half of what oprah talked about was just these diets and these diets mm-hmm. and these diets like like people identify with that struggle but it also was like she is a fabulously rich uh you know like successful woman and we're talking about how fat she is or isn't at any given time luther vandross we're talking about how fat he is or isn't at any given fucking time this nigga's one of the best was one of the best crooners of all time like but we're but we're obsessed with whether or not he's fat so like that's not about concern as a human being that's about our like morbid interest in this person so it's i don't know it's just kind of weird yeah and then also and, and not to get off topic but then also people wonder why heavier people uh, to an extent, particularly if you have a trash ass family that constantly talk about your weight every time you in their presence and shit like that, they wonder why don't such such a come. They don't they don't want to hear you talk about them every time they walk into a room. You gain a, a five pounds, bitch. I knew for you knew the fuck. Like like what the fuck is this? Like it's it and, and it can drive you insane. And particularly um when you're married to somebody and your family cuts the food, then they be like. Where your husband? He not coming. Why? He, he just not gonna be here. You know, and, and you say halfway shit and you say sly shit and I'm looking at you like you thought this was okay. And it's, and it's one of those things to where sometimes I realize this 
sometimes to keep the peace it's best for you not to participate in the war mm. and sometimes people don't be wanting to hear that but sometimes to keep the peace i'm like i'm not coming around like you get a phone call happy birthday merry christmas happy holidays right no because i don't want to deal with that because you're not going to change and i can't make you change but what i don't have to do is sit around and let you abuse me right like i had uh at one of my family events i had someone pull me to the side um first of all he asked to see me i'm like oh cool let me go holler at my uncle real quick and he was like immediately starts laying it to me about weight and talking about how he had he's real skinny and he's always been skinny but he had diabetes and he lost his foot and all this other stuff and i was like okay like um i hear you i'm i go to my doctor i fucking exercise and all this shit but okay cool like you saw i was fat you're not gonna talk to anyone else at this entire fucking event about anything with their health period just me cool got it you know um and the one thing that really affected me was you know and i tried not to let it but he was like you know when i remember because i don't even see this motherfucker that often that which is the, the truth like see this motherfucker like i think he went to prison for a while I see him like every 10 years or so or whatever and he was like you know when i seen you whatever a long time ago i was probably in college or something he was like you know i saw you then you were standing this way and i was so proud of you and i'm like so then you not now essentially right just because of my physical appearance you was proud of me period uh but essentially you can't be proud of you know me i'm not a bad person like i might be fat but i'm not some like i'm not some trash ass nigga or you know whatever and i didn't turn around and say no you know sassy twitter come back like you drug addict nigga you only got three teeth or some weird mean shit that you people say like i i just was like all right then you know what i mean like cool i I hear you like i let him get his thing out i didn't say anything mean to him because i at the end of the day i know he is family and to him that does that is him caring to him you know and i know that's not the woke shit to say but it's the truth like all my relatives are not some fucking progressive people that be online and know all the right words but same at the same time like yeah that shit did bother me you know so it's it's that kind of thing where it's like i don't i think people just see like fat and they're like you're a failure you know what i mean you're not right. a, you're not a real human being like you're you not, ain't accomplished shit like like you can't be fat and have degrees and fat and be educated yeah. and fat and be brilliant i didn't turn around and be like nigga you a drug addict you was in prison i didn't say any of that shit because to me i'm like i don't i think you still his family i don't think of you as ex-con i don't think of you as ex crackhead or some shit like that you still my family i ain't never pulled you to the side and been like i was ashamed of you when you was on them drugs because it don't it's really don't matter dog you here now i'm appreciating you now we all gonna only be on this earth for a little bit i love you and i hope everything goes well with you period you know so it's that kind of stuff though that it affects you you know that's why you know somebody was trying to turn into a women versus men thing which is like every fucking thing online every especially between black people and i'm like nah i have lived a fucking life as a fat person right you don't get to just tell me to shut the fuck up about it you know i'm not this is i'm this isn't me saying i got it worse than no but i do get to talk about my story too it's kind of like you know like i've had these experiences in my life too and it fucking sucks you know so to see someone like jillian michaels pretending it's the dave Chappelle thing 
pretending that i can't say these things anymore because society is so terrible it's like nah dog you still got to say that nothing's happening to you jillian you still giving an interview in a health magazine and no one's going why are we letting a person that had people lose dangerous amounts of weight and almost die why are we letting her talk to anyone about health we should be looking at you and going what the fuck is wrong with you instead we're going can you tell us why fat people suck yes let me tell you why they out here being too happy you look around you see lizzo smiling and shit why isn't she somewhere working out constantly you know this woman been on tour twerking with a flute clearly in better shape than a lot of skinny motherfuckers come on nobody can we can't say that you're or you're glorifying being fat you're glorifying obesity it's so i don't know that shit bothered me uh today reading that and seeing someone i thought was pretty cool share some shit like that and you know they i asked them that question straight up like so show give me an example of glorifying obesity that's not fat shaming somebody it's been crickets for hours now right you know they got i'm a, like tonight i was probably just end up unfriending this person because it's, it's such a fucked up thing to do right so literally you, you're trying to t- just like you say it's one of the things where you're telling me how you really feel and it's also one of the one of the things too then I, I think for me uh you know because me and you were extension of each other so a lot of the times you know when i do things that go out people ask me about you which is fine but it's just one of those things where uh I could tell you, and I have to be, and sometimes I opt to go to certain things. Sometimes I opt out because I have to be in the right frame of mind. Because you know, when you get around certain people, they gonna be on some bullshit. Right. So you had, so if my mind not right, I'm like, I'm, I don't want to go. I'm not, I'm not gonna deal with this because you are gonna say something, and then we are gonna fucking fall out, and you are gonna be the goddamn victim. It ain't gonna be. This is the hundred tenth time you said something to me, and I finally snapped. It's gonna be with Karen. I lost a goddamn mind, you know. So it's one of them. So and because I don't want to be the one, quote unquote, ruining the functions. Mm-hmm i'll just you know opt not to but yeah people have said stuff to me and i it's not that i had to check my well yeah i did check myself they could tell that i was being irritated because i was very short and i was snippy and i was flat-footed and i was like what we not gonna do is this you know and that was one of the first times i because most time i let that shit roll but it was one time i was like well we not we we're we not gonna do this we this right here we're not gonna do this yeah we need I, to change the topic yeah that was a time i was going to the check the mail and i saw one of your relatives and the first thing she said was something about my weight and i was like i haven't seen you in fucking years get what the fuck like you know but it's that but it's like everyone think they get to comment on that shit everyone think they can just trick and you know what i'm saying like and uh and of course you know out of respect i still kept it civil whatever like hey all right i'll work on it and get in the car or whatever but it's 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 literally one of those things where it's like i I get what you're saying i try to process it as a thing that comes from a place of genuine concern hopefully when it's somebody family like that you know i you know it's not like a stranger on the internet Mm -hmm. but it is a thing though like Mm -hmm. that is if you know feels invasive it feels inappropriate you didn't even ask how i was doing you didn't even ask you don't even you know what i'm saying like uh it's just crazy it's just crazy yeah and people that have never had to deal with that they it's hard for people to understand that when like you say you go to the to, to functions and you walk through the door and the very first the, literally this has happened to me umpteen times the very first thing is the room starts speaking not actually the room just certain people who start yeah. speaking about your weight when i'm like i actually came here to have a good time don't fuck up my night yeah so uh but yeah jillian michaels i think is just an extension of that and that's why Mm -hmm. whatever this world is where glamorizing obesity exists i haven't felt it i haven't seen it i've never experienced it um 
i ain't never been anywhere was the only time people like are uh like giving me some type of like overt praise about my weight is when i play basketball and i play and i'm better than they think i am that's it well they'd be like damn this nigga moving getting up down the court he doing this and it because it's just they don't they never seen a person be fat and do that that's it it's not like a you know it's not like a genuine compliment it's more like damn you out here with us and you doing good and you fat wow you don't see that often you know that kind of shit and some about it up and i didn't think about this like you said because weight is something that people can see a lot of times people have insecurities and shit that they're dealing with in their own lives they project it onto you right right the worst because when they see me they think the worst thing that could ever happen in my life is to be like you that's what they think and that's what they're saying to me because you could have kept that shit in your brain i don't need to hear it like keep it to your fucking self then you know like i like and that's the other thing too i go out of my way to avoid speaking on anybody like personal shit if you smoke i don't say shit to you about it mm-hmm. if you're fucking if you fuck anything moving hey that's your business that, hope you're being safe that's all if i can you, say you know what i'm saying like if you drink to excess cool i don't know if you're self-medicating i don't know if you fucking uh just like to have a good time i don't know if you got if you're alcoholic it's honestly your business and you'll come to that when you come to that it won't be because i said some mean snide backhanded shit to you on twitter or facebook that's not how it's gonna happen no then you end up ruining relationships and then you know particularly people who are bold enough to say it to your face because it's one of those things where you know i'm the ass if i'm telling you what we're not gonna do is this you know so all right um speaking of which lizzo responds to critics following her outfit choice at the lakers game uh she took the instagram live to promote her new good as hell video where i noticed she used that hbcu band for all the i'm not black enough critics but okay uh she said this is who i've always been now everyone's looking at it and your criticism can remain your criticism your criticism has no effect on me negative criticism has no stake in my life no control over my life over my emotions i'm the happiest i've ever been i'm surrounded by love and also want to spread that love and spread these cheeks <laughs> i love that her response is better than anybody's response online you know all the people defending her or not it was just like nope like i'm good y'all don't worry about it and that's the thing i was saying i didn't even want to want to comment on it or argue with people about it because it was two things at the same time there was a lot of fat shaming and she was being provocative and that's what the fuck she do is be provocative like that's that's her that's that's the fuck she's just provocative and fat so we gotta have a whole other level of quote-unquote disgust from the shit and it's like you know when it's amber rose doing some shit showing up somewhere when it's rihanna at the sideline of basketball games with obviously with no bra on and nipple rings in the, the conversation is just totally fucking different it doesn't turn about being sanitary it doesn't turn into being health conscious it doesn't turn into you know it's kids there it doesn't turn into any of that it's so fucking obviously transparent that a vast majority of this shit is about her weight and then it's people trying to walk back from that without saying it and and it's correct it's fucking tiring uh a rapper named juice world um may have made a fatal decision as law enforcement searched his private jet he possibly swallowed a bunch of painkillers in an attempt to hide them from the feds 
um law enforcement sources tell tmz the pilot who was flying Jesus private plane alerted authorities on the ground that the rapper's entourage had guns on them a big no-no in air travel when they landed fbi faa agents were waiting for juice and company damn these niggas are stupid if you had the guns out where the pilot could see them like the pilot's not in the crew you know what i'm saying the yeah. pilot is a pilot like my, my job is to fly you there and fly you back safely yeah. I'm, I'm not here for the bullshit we're told at some point between the plane landing and the feds conducting their search juice has seen swallowing several percocet pills and what people believe was an attempt to hide them i sort of say the pills might have contributed to his death in a possible od an autopsy was performed on the rapper monday but additional tests including toxicology cardiac pathology and neuropathology is still needed before determining an official cause oh he famous and flying i don't even know who he is i know karen i know i know you couldn't wait to tell everybody you didn't know who he was Mm-mm. um well, i guess i'll play the clip um but yeah this young black man lost his life uh and i hate that mm, but not as much as you need to say to the world that you don't know who he is because i'm like who mm-hmm uh by the way we also learned paramedics spent 40 minutes trying to cheat treat juice primarily trying to get his heart to beat regularly they eventually transported him at 2:55 a.m to the hospital they arrived at 306 a.m and doctors at the hospital pronounced him dead for what it's worth we're told three guns were seized they were all registered uh as we reported the feds also see seized 70 pounds of weed damn Ooh. no way they was gonna be able to swallow all of that mm-hmm allegedly found in multiple vacuum sealed bags inside the luggage from the private jet two of juice's associates were arrested for gun possessions both men are already out of jail damn he probably would have been out of jail too wow that's sad i hate to say it i hope i don't sound ridiculous i don't know who this man is i mean he could be walking down the street i wouldn't i wouldn't know a thing sorry to this man you got it karen thank you i'm proud of yourself i am uh in the news and i know i don't be the only one that says who i know you don't but you know (laughs) you want to be a savage and talk about the man dying but you got to get the clip in i understand that's right breaking breaking negro news guys new footage we have an update on the old story okay new footage shows brother nature fighting restaurant claims he actually started the altercation oh oh my god that's not good brother nature we all gave you the benefit of the doubt because you be playing with them bunnies and shit right and here it I is with the squirrels and the deal you the real you the real person starting this um yeah the footage released by la sandwichery in miami uh la sandwichery i love that name sandwichery uh in miami appears to support the restaurant's claim that kevin kelvin pina better known as brother nature started the entire altercation uh shout out to the people i saw on twitter being like oh so you he had y'all food that because he played with them and i was like nigga you was fooled too nobody had the extra footage it started off with just someone posting a video of uh him getting beat up and online and us being like 
now who the fuck would beat him up and post just that part online like like why even if you whooped his ass why would you post it online it seems weird and then show the part only if you whooping his ass and none of the shit that he did you wouldn't even explain it uh like it's a lot of questions um anyway he don't get thousands of tweets because nobody retweeting yeah they was like mm-hmm. i'm like y'all niggas weren't right like you just <laughs> didn't know like the rest of the people didn't right. know i saw you making the same jokes and asking why nigga uh anyway the incident started with brother nature confronted a restaurant patron who was taking a video of him with a female friend in an interview with drama alert the man who goes goes by d shout out to all the d's and all the hoods in the world right says he only started recording when he saw pena acting drunk and belligerent d alleges brother nature arrived at la sandwich at la sandwichery after employees announced last call pena allegedly pulled down the chairs that were being stowed away demanded that he sit at a table instead of being seated at the bar pena's confrontational behavior led to the managers asking him to leave when brother nature was informed by his female friend that d was recording him he it's always the woman's fault ain't it ain't it you know he recording us what you gonna do about it he approached him <laughs> he approached him at about deleting the footage even demanding his phone kind of mickey mouse shit is that give me your phone <laughs> delete the footage why no this nigga, i got a brand to maintain people can't see i be drunk with women sometimes okay they think i'll be fucking these deer and now they gonna think i'm fucking this woman <laughs> like how would his reputation have been hurt by anyway he comes right up to me he gets right in my face and goes yo give me your phone right now i laughed at him put my phone on the table and asked if he knows who he's speaking to now see that's fighting words Ooh, do you know who you speaking to you'd be like you know what you know what you know what no i don't know who i'm speaking well, can, can i get your name sir yeah let me tell no you tune out of change anybody that puts that says do you know who you speaking to it, the answer is a person that's about to deliver the hands <laughs> when somebody asks that it's gonna be you know follow behind that it's gonna be who is your peoples right you know somebody asks me like what who your peoples is you know we peoples yeah do you, do you know who you speaking to do you know who you talking to sir yeah that's the by the way that is the direct opposite of do you know who i am yeah so okay because you would think they kind of the same thing no 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 no, no do no. you know who i am a whole bitch you know what i'm saying <laughs> a on. whole bitch ain't about to do nothing wouldn't bust a grape in a fruit fight Mm-mm. do you know who you speaking to that that's a whole nother thing whole different yeah. slight variation yeah. one of them could get you killed come on do you know <laughs> who you speaking to almost like oh you, you you don't know do you yeah do you know who you speaking to which means that nigga in his hood and the answer is always no because because they said what they had to ask that they know that both of y'all know the answer. answer no i don't i seem to have mistakenly I, 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 gotten your business sir i i am so sorry because eyes are other people gonna get up too right when that person says that guarantee you the whole room gonna change you know, and look at you you are not fighting one person not when they say that when they say some shit like that you about to fight five six people mm-mm, mm-mm. you about you Do might you get know jumped. who you speaking to like that is that is a warning that is a ass whooping warning now, no maybe, I, don't, I don't i don't know and what i'm about to do is get my black ass up out of here now maybe brother nature was so drunk he didn't pick up on it or something you know when d refused maybe his nature senses didn't kick in i don't know 
when d refused to hand over his phone that's when according to la sandwichery brother nature said he wanted to take it outside oh oh you oh he's he said he wanted to take it outside after somebody says that statement to you 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 say i want to take oh he missed all the warnings as brother nature leaves la sandwichery he takes out his phone and gestures to d and his cousin this is what we see in the video um d says brother nature told him to come outside to fight and he obliged obliges afterward d returns to a seat in the restaurant as you can see in the surveillance video below pena comes in and starts swinging at his cousin but d who claims that during that altercation pena ripped off his shirt uh oh but not d okay what d jo- when d joins in again he only sees the we we only see the clip of brother nature's getting kicked and having drinks poured on him oh so he i mean he got beat up in the parking lot and buddy went inside to finish enjoying his meal Grabow! because you apparently didn't... this was just a saturday evening for him it was not yeah. mm-hmm, enough yeah. to make to it was like well i can still finish my drink i did pay when a nigga says do you do you like confront you with a question like that right and then you don't have enough sense to leave you but like this you want to take it outside which means you're giving them more space to whoop your ass other than the restaurant (laughs) right he pulled a jesse he said i ain't gonna forget my sandwich and went back in there and said let me finish off this sub real quick after i finish uh dropping these hands and then pena came uh brother nature came back in and started punching his cut d's cousin so then d was like oh i guess i gotta finish this off and then that's the oh, last d's clip. cousin d says he was he brought them d's on him he says he was uh he was told by someone at la sandwichery that when the police arrived the restaurant filed the altercation in self-defense because the, the restaurant had the full footage of the altercation and how it started oh so it was a wrap for uh and they just posted it on um they just posted it on on facebook and said after a few minutes brother nature comes back rushing inside the store starts attacking a totally different guy brother nature started the entire altercation so la sandwichery is like mm-mm, mm-mm, we out here dedicated to the truth mm-mm. uh la sandwich was like we knew who they was you didn't yeah so that's your update on the negro news okay <laughs> that, uh, apparently And that's the difference between Twitter fingers and real ass hands. Yep. Uh, in other news, Bill Cosby loses his appeal on sexual assault conviction. bill cosby appeal was denied by the pennsylvania court today um you're gonna die in there my friend 
yeah uh his lawyer sought to overturn that conviction on numerous ground numerous grounds first they claimed his trial was unfair because five women were allowed to give testimony about the prior bad acts that was not similar in nature to what he stood accused of by constant they also argued that jurors should not have been allowed to hear how Cosby's civil cases were handled during his criminal trial the judges disagreed and said back to jail nigga so yeah you, you don't think they've been reading they've been reading the papers and shit you've been putting out too mm-hmm. so uh good luck buddy i guess it's time to go teach those people how to man up again mm-hmm. put the pants up mm-hmm. put them pants up and stop stealing sandwiches and shit back to jail with your ass this nigga still in denial all them rapes come on man <sighs> anyway mm-hmm. um, them lawyers still taking that like somebody said they still taking that money they sure are uh all right let's go to another segment how about uh i guess we can do some uh fucking with black people uh where's my fucking with black people music we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game that goes all around the globe and we find every articles make us feel fucked with the we assign point scores of zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody um all right let's get into it uh teacher still employed after assigning a set your price slave trade assignment set your price mm-hmm price line but for slaves <laughs> an oakville missouri school teacher is still on the, the price is right for slaves <laughs> the fuck is this <laughs> master jones come on down <laughs> you're the first contestant on the the slave is right <laughs> uh, so yeah they uh the, the teacher's still still on the payroll so i guess the price was meant for them um the racist and extremely tone deaf assignment was given to a group of fifth graders oh yeah how do you in the fifth grade about 11 12 something man, like that get get it to them early you know so i say teach a child let them lead the way uh in the blade at the blades elementary school a photo of the assignment and its instructions serviced on the net on sunday and it's caused much confusion because at what point was slavery ever a joking matter or a trivial game to be xeroxed onto a worksheet you own a plantation or a farm and therefore need more workers the work problem reads you begin to get involved in the slave trade industry and have slaves work for your farm your product your product to trade is slaves the assignment goes on to allow students to make up their own price for a slave and advises students that these could be worth a lot uh the rest of the assignment prompts students to set prices for items like wood wood wool wood grains and lumber yet in 2019 a children's homework assignment said the trading of agricultural agriculture was comparable to the institution of slavery and trading black people upon completion of the ridiculous assignment students were asked to reflect on the prices they chose do you think you set your item at a good price to sell why or why not how how would they know this oh i'm sorry nine or ten is the age i said okay. 11 12 that's close enough yeah right. but we don't but, have kids right 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 we don't have y'all can tell we don't have kids that's why i said yeah. that uh but uh yeah how would they know are y'all actually teaching them economics like the fuck well even if they knew i like the way to frame the question is framed 
do you think you set your item at a good price to sell you mean this human being no item this slave Mm-mm. according to fox six the school's principal jeremy booker issued a letter to the families of the blaze elementary school on monday calling the assignment culturally insensitive he also claimed the measures uh that measures would be taken to ensure teachers and staff are aware and respected cultural biases moving forward as part of both the missouri learning standards for fifth grade social studies and fifth grade melville school district curriculum students were learning about having goods needing goods and obtaining goods and how that influenced early settlement in america some students who participated in the assignment were prompted to consider how plantation owners traded for goods and slaves said booker however <clears throat> there was no mention of disciplinary action no suspension mm-hmm. without pay no termination just no. an investigation no aware means we know noted that's what they might as well say oh noted thank you thank you very much yeah and uh they're working with the district leadership to provide all the teachers with staff and staff with professional development on cultural bias in the near future we are working together to ensure all students and families feel valued and respected this, at is, gonna, this is gonna happen again uh yes zero to a hundred can a uh, hundred all right i give this one i give it a hundred as well yeah i hate to be a black student in that class but even the white students getting learned the wrong lessons correct the thing thing is though i'm always conflicted about this shit because i do think they should do stuff like introduce the fact that slavery was part of the economy and the economic system of plantations Mm -hmm. i don't think that's wrong no i do find it odd that you so trivially threw it in there with no discussion it seems i don't now maybe in the classroom it was different we just don't know all that but it seems so haphazardly just thrown in there and not like an actual recognition of hey slavery was real these These are human beings correct like you didn't even change the wording for slaves you said item you know and you could have made that work by saying hey they consider black people property at that time you know something like that i'm not against a lot of people's um rejection of stuff like this is the fact that black children specifically are learning about slavery that's not mine i just want to be clear Mm -mm. i think i don't mind this if you sit down and you go through the fucking detail of it right because then you correctly yeah then you see how harrowing this was you called a person a fucking lawnmower essentially like you just sold them like you sold a fucking bale of hay that does need to be brought home because half the reason these motherfuckers are so stupid now and that they keep repeating the mistakes of the past is because they never learned shit and no one ever gave them the full context of it it's just a light thing no this is a very heavy weighty thing i'm not i'm not one of these people that's like trigger warning black trauma no trigger warning this we're in the class learning about history it's gonna be some slavery shit up in here too. right because we're, American we're history. learning about history that's right. the whole fucking purpose right if like as long as it's not done casually coldly to to make with the point of just making people upset i'm okay with people learning about it and if that means some people are gonna feel bad fine uh, and that means some black people will feel bad but there are also a ton of white people that the reason we haven't learned about this shit is because white people should never have to feel bad their children should never have to feel bad and that's the whole fucking problem 
correct we keep taking the shit out of history books we keep taking the shit out of curriculum nobody wants to teach these topics because what about these poor white children's feelings i'm okay with you talking about slavery genocide of the, the indigenous people what you talking about us uh fucking uh having war with like mexico and shit mm-hmm. i'm okay with that if you fucking teach it for real right this little casual bullshit keep Mm-mm. it right just like you do the goddamn holocaust everybody learns about the holocaust which we should right we didn't have no worksheets for the holocaust no we see videos of dead bodies everywhere we see the shit that happens to them visual everybody's like oh my god i can't believe this happened you should have the same thing with slavery you should have the same the same thing with the trail of tears you should we sh- we should feel the same way about these other events that fucking happen we should have the same thing about the camps that you r- rounded up asian people and and, right. and locked them up we should have the same not a worksheet horror. not a fucking math problem a fuck give me the same level of of education that you do for the things you want me to take serious because right. you definitely educated me about world war ii like you definitely sat down and ran me through all of that shit world war one the civil war the and not the slavery part of the civil war mm-hmm. even but you still ran me through the battles you ran me through the politics who was president you didn't want to run me through nothing with slavery it's a huge hole in our system but yeah it ain't gonna happen from little bullshit like this you're gonna have to put it in there and, and put your foot in it as they say you have to step all the way fully in that shit and say we talking about it today you know yep and not only this that you know it's funny how people they want to erase you know the horrific crimes that our country did and they want to erase basically science so you want people not to be smart and not to know their history yeah we we know more dooming people we know more about like because we pick what what what, what we want people to learn we know more about the lost colony Mm -hmm. we know more about you know like oh yeah the lost colony in roanoke and all this shit we still know these names we still know the fucking uh the boats that came over with the mayflower and shit like that you know or like we uh like we have all this useless information that white people think is important right that we need to know but when it comes to black shit slavery revolt the economy of slavery uh what the civil war was really about we all all of a sudden it gets a little murky and now we got to do fucking crossword puzzles with the word slave in it because you don't want to fucking just sit down and be like slavery was bad and this is what it was right we're not gonna talk about all the land we stole from mexico to actually form the united states we're not gonna talk about that though right uh botham gene botham john's brother pushes for accountability as cops honor him for hugging amber geiger on tuesday uh brunt john brant john accepted an award and gave a speech to a group that trains police officers he received the 2019 ethical courage award for forgiving and hugging amber geiger the woman who murdered his brother the decision to accept the award was bound to stir controversy but his lawyer uh the lawyer for the family s lee Merritt, explained on instagram uh and i understand that that's s lee Merritt is uh one of sean king's homies or something like that but i'm not involved in that uh activist civil war so mm-hmm. i'm reading this shit and y'all just need to deal uh hashtag Botham john's little brother brant has agreed to accept an award for ethical achievement by a prominent police agency the institute for law enforcement administration brant's act is publicly forgiven that they uh, publicly forgiven the woman that murdered his brother received a great deal of attention both negative and positive it's the negative backlash that i wanted to protect brant from and the one of the reasons i encouraged him not to accept this award 
he chose to anyway because he had a message for the law enforcement community we crafted that message together and i'm once again so proud of this 18 year old young man's courage and wisdom according to the dallas morning news when accepting his award in front of the institute at an ethics conference the 18 year old branch said i want you all to know that i am not a threat that young black males are not inherently dangerous or criminal i implore you to champion policies and procedures that amplify the value of all lives i insist that you encourage diverse leadership that can model inclusion and restraint most importantly i ask that you remember my brother and when you remember him i want you to ask yourself what are you doing to ensure there will be no other families like mine no other little brothers to have to model ethical leadership and forgiveness of a cop whose lack of training and discipline caused him to carelessly take the life of another uh and you probably have only just now heard those words for the first time with me reading them and uh that's because nobody was talking about this shit Mm-mm. it didn't go viral did it you sure did not yeah um <clears throat> once again man this is why i just i'm not tell- calling some 18 year old kid who lost his brother a coon <clears throat> and i'm not blaming all the problems of blackness and and religion and shit on on this kid i just didn't feel the need to do that um i think a lot of that grandstanding is about our own projection and ego and not necessarily what what's up with this kid uh um i think um people contain volumes and there's no way that he did not deal with the backlash and harassment from that some of y'all will not give a fuck or feel that that's justified that's your right but i always felt that that was wrong and i think it's hypocritical and it goes against your entire premise of centering victims and all this shit that people claim online you don't really believe that you look at these people as avatars for yourself and if they don't do what the fuck you tell them to do then all of a sudden they the problem with all black people um as an individual i thought everything that this kid did i just was like i can't even understand um and i saw people being like well he he was used by them cool and he used them too he used them right back to their face you know um well this is you know they're not gonna listen well they weren't gonna listen if he didn't take the war they weren't gonna listen if he hugged her if he didn't hug her they're not gonna the default of them not listening is not his responsibility correct you know he did what he could do with his platform and that's what gives him his closure or his justice or peace of mind then that's all that fucking matters in this situation he didn't hurt anybody with this so i'm not bothered by this at all zero for me um you know i actually like i said it's kind of like serena williams going back to that tournament or lebron going back to cleveland where i don't think i have it in me to do what he did but uh i still can respect the 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 bravery that it takes to do something like that the 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 um i'm gonna give it a 50 okay because i'm still fucked with just a little bit mm-hmm. and it's that literally has nothing to do with him mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know i can't say i'm not affected at all i am affected mm-hmm. i mean it's it's i am a geiger both from john it's never gonna not fuck with me you know what i mean it's like any of these situations i'm never gonna not be fucked with by something about eric gardner but at the, at the same time i just want to be clear for him and his actions zero I, correct same yeah for him and his actions like zero. i can't allow that to to be uh my, that's not my burden to carry he he has to live with himself and the things like that and it's not like he walked in that room and said you're right black people are the problem so right all right you know yeah, yeah like i said it's still a 50 for the fact that he felt like 
he had to go in there i'm like okay mm-hmm. it's something in you that made you feel like you had to do this yeah because he could have not accepted that award correct but he chose to to say it to their face mm-hmm. and maybe that's just that's just the way he handled it you know which which is fine he has the right to do that yeah all right let's go to um fuck it with, i mean guess the race now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all of podcast lands where we read or play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen in the chat room to guess the race and of course of course everyone playing is racist all right let's get to it guys um <clears throat> a long island woman threatens to stab tgi friday's worker over endless apps endless apps yeah i guess like endless shrimp like they have endless appetizers or something. oh uh, tgi friday's uh TGI, fuck you up tgi felonies nothing was going to get between a long island woman and her all you can eat doggy bag a long island woman threatened to stab a tgi friday's employee who tried to stop her from heading home with an extra helping from their all you can eat deal at the chain restaurant the suspect 32 year old skylar williams allegedly walked behind the bar of the restaurant on sunrise highway and tried to pack up food from the promotion at around 12 30 a.m on thursday an employee told her she wasn't allowed to behind the bar and williams allegedly flipped out grabbing a bottle of liquor and swinging it at the man williams and a friend then tried to leave with the bottle of liquor but the same employee tried to stop her she then produced a black knife and threatened to stab him with it cops responded shortly after and tracked williams down to a nearby yard williams of wyandanch had several oxycodone pills on her at the time of the arrest she was hit with robbery menacing criminal possession of a weapon criminal possession of controlled substance charges a restaurant worker said friday uh has an endless appetizer deal is the only all you can eat deal currently offered at the outpost yes yeah, all you can eat in there not all not. you can take back to your house in a bottle of whatever alcohol <laughs> to go with it yeah you could have paid for the alcohol damn she's trying to give him the, the endless hands uh skylar williams guess her race white karen's going with white let's check the chat room and see what you guys believe white girl wasted drita from mob wives white white those oxys and the fact she didn't just bring her own ziploc bags <laughs> to her all you can eat this sounds the whitest whitey she hangry white and white the correct answer is and everyone on here guessed the same way and said white well the correct answer is black oh somebody did say black well hold up we'll get to them karen they came in late. black rob said uh black but he got in kind of late the oxycodone that's what threw me off yeah um she like she thrown off with these eyelashes though what what Mm, they float in all types of directions what had happened boo to your Mm -hmm. eyelashes like they having a rough time hanging on Mm mm-hmm good grief um (laughs) it's like her eyelashes got drunk 
um <laughs> they did they was like you know what i've had enough uh all right let's go to the next one um a uh let's see an argument over impeachment turned violent uh, an argument about the impeachment hearings targeting donald trump and it turned violent friday evening when a man allegedly shoved his 60 year old girlfriend to the ground in the couple's florida residence huh florida you don't say according to a police report ernest floored wait ernest ford 62 <clears throat> and his girlfriend of seven years became engaged in a verbal dispute about the impeachment hearings around 7 45 p.m court records do not further describe the nature of the pair's argument over the ongoing congressional inquiry the victim told cops that ford retreated to a back bedroom in the shared residence and continued the argument when the woman made her way to the rear of the home to confront the defendant the altercation became physical uh ford grabbed the victim by her shoulders and pushed her to the ground the victim obtained a scrape on her right knee seen above ford was arrested at the couple's residence a 50 a 55 and older mobile home community he was booked in the manatee county jail on a misdemeanor battery charge he was released from custody saturday after posting a thousand dollars bond karen guess the race oh white karen's going with white on this one let's check the chat room see what you guys believe white florida trailer park white trailer park white uh white and stupid white he had bond money white ernie didn't have to do birdie like that double y white white for sure maggot white white everyone's going with white on this one it appears and the whites are right yeah ain't nobody throwing hands over their little president other than white folks i'm about to say mm-mm. you know we'll, we'll talk to each other we ain't fighting he look like he voted for trump oh yes he did mm, twice if he could <clears throat> so all right let's go to the- i want my america to be great again now you got now you take that back they're not gonna impeach that man you take that back florida man you better not be talking bad about my president woman he's your president too god damn it he ain't my president he going to jail now come on no he ain't i love him all right let's go ahead and go to the, the, the that's how that conversation went. double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race and a bonus round against the race so far karen is one and one but will she be able to pick it up in the bonus round let's find out karen uh season's beatings oh shit woman accused uh wait woman attacked her boyfriend with an artificial christmas tree <laughs> damn not even a real one not even the real pine needles Mm-hmm. that's sad during an argument <clears throat> uh yesterday morning a florida woman god damn took a part of family's <laughs> artificial christmas tree and proceeded to strike her longtime boyfriend with three sections of the fake fur oh shit mm-hmm. responded to a call about a disturbance at a clearwater property cost made a forced entry into the home of crystal graham 38 
the victim shared with her two with two children upon entering the residence uh, around 7 a.m graham and the victim were actively engaged in a physical altercation during a police interview graham said the couple began arguing due to the victim setting the tv volume on too high while she was sleeping Ooh, woke her up as a revict as a result he ain't got no smart tv as a result graham said she squared up to the victim and was screaming in ah! his face seen above graham also reportedly admitted that she took apart an artificial christmas tree and threw three sections of the tree uh at the 38 year old victim the poor kids i know i know they don't believe in santa claus no more (laughs) mama took down the tree he definitely ain't coming y'all on the bad list as detailed in an arrest affidavit the cops noted that the victim had scratches and abrasions on his face and neck and stomach graham's two children ages eight and two were present during the conversation damn Graham and the victim cops say have been in a relationship for eight years and have a child in common. Not both children, just a child in common. Okay. Charged with domestic battery. Graham was booked in the Pinellas County Jail on the misdemeanor count. She was released from custody for uh, on her own recognizance early this morning. Uh all right, Karen, guess the race. Oh, squared up black. All right, let's check the chat room. The color of Brother Nature's eye after he went oh, back no. into that sandwich shop. <laughs> A real tree costs too much to fuck up these days. Black, <laughs> Bobby, Mama, Baby, Mama, Black, Black, Black women will find the closest thing to them and turn into a weapon. Get the belt, Black. Uh, Santa Claus goes straight to the ghetto, Black. Oh no! <coughs> Y'all killing me. Damn, how petty you gotta be to take the tree apart to hit him with it, Black. Santa Claus comes straight to the ghetto, Black. Oh, these Negroes together for eight years with a kid but no marriage, Black. It's Jesus. Oh, no. It's Jesus' birthday, Jim White. The correct answer is, and everyone went Black except for one person, person, and everyone got it right. One of y'all definitely got it wrong. That answer's hilarious, though. Mm-mm-mm. She's in cold in her stocking. Oh, and the kids. That's wild. Turn the TV volume up too Hell, loud. hell, laid to the side. He knew the one he was fucking with. <sighs> Some, she, she. But like this, this ain't the first time he done broke her about her sleep. She don't warn him. She was like, turn that got motherfucking TV. I done told your black I'm trying to sleep. I don't work third shift. These goddamn kids getting on my nerves. You getting on my nerves. Yeah, it's definitely not, uh, uh, that's definitely the ass when you get the violence that you get when you, they told you once. That's definitely a, not the first time we've had this problem situation i can guarantee you she has been had told him multiple times and probably told them kids too multiple times i'm tired turn that tv down i yeah i done cooked your motherfucking dinner don't wake me up all right let's uh go to the last thing guys gotta talk about sore ratchetness him and that tree both learned don't wake her ass up how you gonna break off a switch of an artificial tree? You can't even do that. No, she, no, she, the, the tree comes in pieces, so she probably beat him with like a whole piece. I know, that's what I'm saying. Don't break me off a switch. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Well then, fuck it, I take the whole section. Hit your ass with this fucking star. I like how we went from so serious earlier to like, <laughs> domestic violence is funny if it happens at Christmas. <laughs> as long as it's Christmas themed. 
we good okay we going to tinseltown on your face better be glad uh, uh sheen beating with the manger sword attacking troy <laughs> will send schenectady <laughs> man to prison a schenectady man celebrated his 25th birthday friday by taking a plea deal in which he pleaded guilty to uh rensselaer county state supreme court jesus how many titles <laughs> is that county state supreme court to stabbing a woman in her torso with a sword then he attacked well he attacked her last year uh zachary herbert turned 25 on friday the 13th and entered the guilty plea to one count of first degree assault to satisfy a six count indictment that resulted when he was arrested for attacking his victim with what authorities have described as an 18 inch sword um uh he he will serve 12 years in prison under the plea agreement when he is sentenced in november 7th uh by supreme court justice andrew Saricia. uh herbert also will have five years of post-release supervision after completing his prison sentence uh county grand jury indicted herbert for first degree assault attempted second degree murder first degree rape rape fourth degree criminal possession of a weapon what is happening here second degree menacing and sexual misconduct an order of protection was issued to keep him away from the victim according to court records you're goddamn right jesus and this motherfucker had a sword wow and only 12 years huh man well i guess that's why i'll never be a prison abolitionist because gotta go gotta go <laughs> all right y'all we'll talk to y'all saturday with our feedback show um and premium people we'll talk yeah. to you yeah y'all be right the rest of the week yeah we'll talk to y'all in the rest of the week uh so all right until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.